Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this bonus episode, I will give you my reaction to the All-Star Reserves that were picked. And also, as a bonus, I will give you my reaction to the Rising Stars Challenge, all the rookies and sophomores that were picked for that as well. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so this is a bonus episode. I will be breaking down the all-star reserves, those that were chosen. I gave you my predictions previously, so I'm going to give you my reaction to the all-star reserves chosen. And then I'm going to sidebar a little bit and talk about the all the rising stars challenge and give my thoughts on that. So, all right. So let's get into it. The All-Star Reserves, it was named on Thursday. Uh, thanks to the crew on TNT, those guys over there. Um, Ernie, Shaq, Charles, and Kenny. So um, let's get into it, guys. So I'm going to start off with the East, and then I'll name the West, and then we'll take it from there. In the East, you have Jimmy Butler for the Miami Heat, Darius Garland for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Kudos to him for playing in the whole city, so definitely big ups to him. James Harden for the Brooklyn Nets, Zach Levine for the Chicago Bulls, who's actually, this is his second appearance. I thought this would be his first, but it's his second. Uh, Chris Middleton for the Milwaukee Bucks. Jason Tatum for the Boston Celtics. And Fred Van Vliet making the squad uh, as the um, for the Toronto Raptors. So, And then in the West, you have Devin Booker making it for the Phoenix Suns. Joining him is his teammate, Chris Paul. Uh, also, you have Luka Doncic for the Dallas Mavericks. Rudy Gobert for the Utah Jazz, as well as his teammate, Donovan Mitchell. You have Carl Anthony Towns for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And then Draymond Green. Actually, he was on the broadcast uh, when they made the announcement. And oddly enough, uh, it was his frenemy, uh, Charles Barkley, uh, making the announcement that he made it. So, um but remember that Draymond Green actually won't be able to play in this game. So, so actually, they'll have to pick his replacement, hopefully by weeks before the actual draft that's going to take place on Thursday on TNT, in fact. So, uh, and so with that said, let's talk about the choices that could be made in terms of replacing him um i say it's out of four players some may say three but i'll say four so let's start with everyone's kind of favorite dejounte murray with the san antonio spurs who's having a fantastic year 
although the team as a whole is not, but he's playing tremendously. So, uh, so he's a candidate. Also, too, I believe Anthony Edwards, who's um, really been a, a boon this year for the Timberwolves, who's actually in playoff contention. So uh, Anthony Edwards is playing great. So along with uh, Carl Anthony Towns, obviously. So he should deserve some consideration. And then to me, it's two guys from the the Memphis Grizzlies, the surprising Memphis Grizzlies, Jaron Jackson Jr. He's getting a lot of traction these days as a worthy candidate. Um, but I say Desmond Bain probably deserves more of the shine there. Desmond Bain, who was thrusted into the lineup, um, more likely because of uh, Dylan Brooks, and he was not healthy coming into the season. So in comes Desmond Bain, who has played great. And I think he uh, deserves consideration over Jaron Jackson Jr. I understand. I get it. He's also been chosen for the the Rising Stars uh, game as well, as well as Anthony Edwards. So, um, but I think um, Eva Guy deserves to play in the big game as well. So, so we'll see what happens. We'll see who they pick there, and then for the East, um, yes. Yeah, so. Uh, pretty much got it right for the most part. I thought, I think of the guys left off, there's probably two that's deserving of strong consideration. I'll add a third. Um, Jalen Brown, who's pretty much the major cog in that wheel over there for the Celtics, along with Jason Tatum, obviously. Um, but I think he's probably the biggest snub and probably the um, player with the highest scoring average left off of the uh, all-star roster. And then you have uh, another local guy, Jared Allen for the Cleveland Cavaliers, who's having a fantastic year. I thought, I I would say he was a shoe-in, but um, I did think he would get strong consideration, especially as a center. I understand, you know, they're, you know, it's, choices as far as front court players go so um and they met the bare minimum in that regard so um but i think uh, jared allen definitely deserves consideration and a third guy i'll add is pascal siakam for the toronto raptors pascal siakam quietly has had a solid year now remember in the beginning of the season um he didn't come back. Um, he had, he was still coming back from that injury from uh, last season. So he uh, took took him about a couple of weeks or so before he got back to playing. So and then once he got in there and got his legs under him, I think he looks like the Pascal Siakam that made the All Star game a few few years ago. Um, and then consider this. He's playing well in light of the uh, the, the rookie Scotty Barnes, who's playing well. OG Anunobi, who's playing great as well. Um, so, 
yeah, so I definitely think he deserves consideration. So now given the fact that Kevin Durant probably won't be playing, it's kind of been announced that they're probably going to find a replacement for him. So any one of these guys could probably slide in there. I think that I think the smarter move is probably putting Jared Allen in because you really don't have any size outside of Joel Embiid. So um, if you were to make that a consideration. So, um, but I think it'll, it'll be neck and neck between him and Jalen Brown probably. So I do want to give kudos to the coaches of the East for not picking a guy like Kyrie Irving. Um, I know it's tempting, um, but uh, you just can't reward a guy who's only playing role games. I understand. I get it. He's made the choice not to get vaccinated. We're not going to go into that um, aspect of the point. But um, I just don't think you can. And he has a small body of work. Um, he only had not even 10 games under his belt. Um yeah, so I think the East coach got it right in that regard, not even considering him for the squad. I think I think that was the prudent thing to do. And then furthermore, then you have the guys having to answer questions about him and his vaccine status and all, and you don't need those distractions, especially in the All-Star game. So uh, kudos to the East coaches for at least getting that, that part right. And then for my picks, um, you know, I got five of the seven right, um, which is fine, not bad. I could in it could be end up being six of seven um, if one of these guys here uh, make it. So not bad, not bad. And then for the East, um, I I had six of seven, of course, omitting Draymond Green, but. Again, I could be proven right if Anthony Edwards gets in there. Then I'll be <clears throat> perfect 7th for 7th. So, um, yeah, but nonetheless, uh, kudos and also kudos to the West coaches for not bringing in a Anthony Davis or a Russell Westbrook. Although, I would love for them to pick a Russell Westbrook this way. They could kind of... Um, <laughs> When it's time to draft, it'll be interesting to see where he falls in the draft when they, both guys do the drafting, uh, KD and LeBron, being that LeBron is his teammate. So uh, that would have been a nice little tidbit there. But, again, they did the right thing in not putting either one of those guys on. Anthony Davis, he's just coming back from the injury. so um, And he understands that. He understands, you know, he missed a great deal of the season. So, in any event, so that is your all-star reserves, guys. So, I just want to talk a little briefly about the uh, Rising Stars Challenge. And as we know, they have the new format now. It's going to be four teams with seven players. And it's kind of a round-robin sort of deal. So, um so there's that. And then the way they're doing it, 12 rookies, 12 sophomores, uh, four G-leaguers. I don't have any qualms with the G-leaguers. Um, I'm not even going to 
go into that. Uh, I'm sure they picked the four best players from out of the G League. So let's talk about the rookies. <clears throat> Among the rookies, they chose Scotty Barnes of the Toronto Raptors, who I was just mentioned. Kay Cunningham for the Detroit Pistons. Oyo Dusamu for the Chicago Bulls, who's playing very well right now. Chris Duarte for the Indiana Pacers. Jalen Green for the Houston Rockets. Herbert Jones for the New Orleans Pelicans. Davion Mitchell for the Sacramento Kings. Evan Mobley, who's looking early like Rookie of the Year for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Alperin Sagoon for the uh, Houston Rockets. Jalen Suggs for the Orlando Magic. Franz Wagner for the Orlando Magic also. And then Josh Giddy for the Oklahoma City Thunder. So I think, you know, the rookies, I think they got right for the most part. Um, I have no major qualms there um, in that regard. And then we'll talk about the sophomores. Precious Achua for the Toronto Raptors. Cole Anthony for the Orlando Magic. LaMelo Ball, obviously, for the Charlotte Hornets. Desmond Bain, who I just spoke of, for the Memphis Grizzlies. Sadiq Bay, the Detroit Pistons. Anthony Edwards, who I spoke of, for the Timberwolves. Tyrese Halliburton for the Sacramento Kings, who's playing very well. Uh, Tyrese Maxey for the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. <clears throat> Jaden McDaniels for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Isaac Okora for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Isaiah Stewart for the Detroit Pistons. And then Jay Sean Tatum for the Houston Rockets. So... <clears throat> So, this begs the question, um, especially in the, the New York area here. No Nick representation here. Um, you know, they've been saying all along, oh, the Knicks got all this young talent, this and that, you know. Um, this, that, and the third. You know, you get got guys like Obi Toppin, Manuel Quickly, now the kid Quentin Grimes, so... Why no Nick representations? I think it's kind of simple in some regard. You have a coach in Tom Thibodeau who leans towards his veterans. He's not going to give his young players that, you know, um, those type of minutes to get the shine that warrants being in this type of game. That's just the way it is. I mean, he's playing R.J. Barrett now, and in all honesty, he... Um, he probably needs to go to R.J. Barrett as his go-to player, I think, at this point, um, rather than uh, Julius Randle. I think Julius Randle need to be supporting Barrett, but that's a story for another day. But, um, you know, they're not getting the, first of all, consistent minutes, and then secondly, um, enough minutes. So... Like a Quentin Grimes, I could have saw if he was getting like regular shine, he could have very well been in this con contest. Um, Emmanuel quickly, I think 
the numbers just don't support him making it above guys like Cole Anthony, LaMelo Ball, obviously, um, Tyrese Maxey, who's playing great, um, given the fact there's no Ben Simmons, and uh, Tyrese Hollyburton, who's playing fantastic, um, especially with uh, De'Aaron Fox on the shelf. So, um, yeah, so, I mean... Who, any of those, those guys you're going to leave off and put in a Emmanuel quickly? Probably not. Um, I think the stronger cases with OB Toppin, uh, I think you could have easily put a OB Toppin in over uh, Jaden McDaniels. Definitely could have did that. Um, over Jay Sean Tate? Eh, I guess you could. Um, I, Isaac Okora, he's... He's regular in that uh, Cleveland lineup. So, uh, yeah, so I, I have no argument in that regard. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, um, I think for the most part, they've done the prudent, the wise thing in leaving the Nick Young players off. You know, it hurts me to say it. Trust me when I tell you it hurts me to say that. But those are just the facts, guys. Um, you know. You don't have a coach that lends himself to giving his young guys that type of, you know, um, that type of shine. You know, that those type of minutes that warrant getting on to these teams. So, um, yeah, that's the way it goes. So, you know, that's the big hubbub here in um, the land of New York City. But, um, you know. Again, it pains me to say it as a Nick fan, but these are the facts, guys. So, um, yeah. Well, you know, you'll at least have some Nick re representation at the dunk contest. I hear that um, Obi Toppin's going back in. Hopefully, he doesn't get robbed like last year. Um, you know, some people may say it's, you know, a uh, conspiracy against New York, uh, the New York Knicks. You want to go there? Okay, that's fine. But, um, yeah, so he's probably their only representative for that weekend. And it is what it is, guys. So, all right. So that is my take on the R Rising Stars Challenge. I'm interested to see how this new format shakes out. So um, definitely be um, interested to see how that goes. So uh, apart from that, uh, that's about it, guys. So this is the... Bonus episode, my All-Star Reserves reaction, as well as my take on the Rising Stars Challenge, guys. All right. So, uh, once again, thanks for listening. Much appreciated. And we will talk again soon. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can follow me on my Facebook page, GD That Sports Dude. You also can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And also on Twitter, you can find me at GD That Sport Dude. Also, you can email me at that sports dude GD at gmail.com. You can also support me through my Zelle at that same email address. And also on anchor.fm slash GD That Sports Dude. 
You can hit the support button there to contribute to this podcast and also like me there as well. And again, I thank you for listening to this content.